Welcome to the Day Luna Human Design Podcast, where we discuss all things human design and how it can support you and your spiritual journey. This is not a one-size-fits-all podcast. We are here to inspire awareness about how we are all different and help you answer the questions of who am I? What am I here to do? How am I here to do it? You can thrive and live the life of your dreams just by having awareness of your true self. So dive deep with us, get inspired, and start living your life on purpose. Hello, and welcome back to the Day Luna Human Design Podcast with your host, Dana and Shayna. This is an episode all about the lived experience and magic of being a generator. So we are really excited to share this episode with you all because obviously Shane and I are not generators. We're both projectors. But in this conversation, we interview four different generators that are in our reader training community. So these four individuals are aligned generators who have gone through the lived experience of transforming their lives, learning how to listen to their sacral responses, learning how to navigate burnout, even though they're a generator because they were using their energy incorrectly, navigating a Saturn return as a generator. There's just so much juicy information and lived experience and tips as we move through this conversation. So we're really excited to share these generators' perspectives with you all. Yes. And we love each and every one of these divine beings here. These are our recommended readers. Um, from our list on our website, alunalife.com. So you can go on there to learn more. And of course, each and every reader here sharing their experience as a generator, you can find them linked below in the show notes. And we are just so excited for you to connect with their magic and wisdom. Honestly, recording these interviews made me feel like this is why I'm here. Like This is why I'm alive is to uplift other people and to shine their magic because we all have so much wisdom and innate... uh, channeling and purpose that we're meant to share with other people. And so it just feels incredible to get to learn from these amazing badass generator women. So thanks for tuning in. You're going to love this episode and check them out in the show notes below. Liz Mitchell, one for emotional generator. We are so excited to have you here, Liz. And it always feels like a warm hug to be around your generator aura and also your harmonious one for profile. So thank you for being here. And how are you doing today? I'm so good. It's so good to see your guys' faces. Um, Yeah, I've been really looking forward to this call. So thank you for having me. Same. Yes. And we'd love to just start out with um, asking you if you could introduce yourself to our audience and just share a little bit about what it is that you share and teach and how you do human design readings and maybe even a little bit of how you got to the point that you're at now. Sure. Okay. So I am Liz, obviously, and I'm an attorney, but I've using human design, especially, I've really been able to sort of mold this career into a way that works for me. But that's not the only thing that I do. And I'm really fortunate to have been able to go part-time in that now. So I have more time to explore different things. And one thing that I really am loving is I have a podcast called A Restless Soul. Dana and Shayna were guests on and we had such a really amazing, deep conversation that after that, like I was thinking about that one for a while. And I think sort of the things that we talked about, I've been carrying forward with me and I, I still see how that conversation has helped me. So thank you 
so much for coming on. And I, yeah, I love doing human design readings and I also do one-on-one coaching. And how I decided to pursue the human design reader training and to incorporate that into the things that I do was because whenever I was coaching people, they'd be like telling me their problems or this decision that they had to make. And I would just always be like, oh, I really wish I knew what their human design was. Like this would just cut a lot of the fat out and we would just get right into it and they'd know what to do and feel so much more peace. So it just sort of naturally worked out to start incorporating human design. And I think I actually prefer that a little bit more to just basic one-on-one coaching. I really like to combine both of those. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have the same feeling of any conversation I'm having with literally anyone ever. I'm like, oh, I can't really have this conversation with you without knowing your design, you know, because I don't want to say the wrong thing or, you know, um, not understand where you're coming from because I don't understand aspects of your chart. And I felt, I feel the same thing. I'm like, every single industry needs to know human design, every single educational platform. It's just a, a game changer and it does cut the fat so much and get straight to the heart of the matter. Yeah. So, I really, really resonate with that. You know, those things where it's like, I can't do small talk, which is true for any four line mm-hmm. and us all having a four. Can't. Yeah. Right? Like, <laughs> I can't do small talk. I want to talk about your childhood wounding and your, mm-hmm. well, you know, whatever. All that, yes. And for me, like your human design. Like, I yeah. don't want to, I'm not interested in having conversations unless I know your design or (laughs) there's like some sort of aspect. And that's definitely like the projector in me, like needing to like analyze you, um, maybe without you even knowing it, but it's so true. I feel like once you learn about human design, it's like, you can't help but wonder what everyone else's design is because it's just that helpful. Like, it's so helpful. It's like, why are we even having this conversation if we don't have the foundation of like, what's going to be the most helpful for you? Even if we're talking about where we want to eat, like, are you a generator? Well, like, let's break it down and make it simple. Or are you a manifester? Like, why don't you lead the group on where we're going to go eat? Like, it just, in every aspect, it's needed. And anyways, I'm really grateful. So I hear you in the depths of my soul of like, how am I helping this person if I can't really look at their design and it would just be so much more helpful. So anyway, so then you came to human design, you're weaving it into how you're coaching people now. And I'm curious to know how it's impacted and changed your life from before you knew human design to now that you obviously like live and breathe it every day. Oh my God. It's done so much. It's so hard to even put it into a succinct, nice little soundbite. Just in every single aspect of my life, it's made all the difference. And at the time that I had found human design, I was at like a crossroads in my life where I just wasn't happy. Like I really wasn't. And, you know, the people that I was surrounding myself with are all amazing people, but their life was going in a totally different direction. And I don't know if it's because I have a defined G center, but like, I just could not follow. And there was just this, like, it was kind of a long time where I was just like, I, I'm lost. I don't know what I'm doing. I just know that this isn't it. And human design kind of came in at the perfect time because it made it And I don't want to say like easy because anytime you have come to a point where the life you've built is not what you want to be living, like 
tearing that foundation down is really, really hard. So I don't want to, you know, gloss over it because it's hard, but it just made me feel really certain. And I think too, just having this like manual that I could refer to and understand the different contrasts that live within me or understanding why I do things the way that I do or understanding that I'm different than other people and I can stop trying to force myself to do things the way that they do them. And, you know, once I had this, it gave me this little inner confidence to just dance to the beat of my own drum and slowly and surely like not give a fuck about what anyone else thinks about what I'm doing or how I'm choosing to live my life. And it's been really grounding. Like I feel like it's a friend that's gotten me through just some challenging times, but I wouldn't trade those times for the world because now I'm really happy with the direction that things are going. And I love being able to give that back to other people because that's the worst feeling when you're like, okay, I checked all the boxes off. I did what everyone told me to do and I hate it. And now what? So yes. Oh my yes. gosh. Been there. Um, I, I'm curious to hear when you first discovered that you were a generator, like out of the five types, how did you feel? And were there any um, like challenging feelings or like, oh, I wish I was something else or I don't get it. Or were you, was it just an immediate recognition and celebration? Like, how did you feel discovering that you were a generator? Yeah, I I got chills remembering it because (gasps) it was like this deep knowing like, Mm. okay, this is huge. You need to pay attention to this. Like this is going to do something. Mm. And I just was devouring information like books, blogs, as many human design podcasts as I could find. And like, thank God I found yours. And it just made sense. Like I didn't have any negative feelings about it. It was just really validating. Like, Mm. you know, in the career that I've been in as a lawyer, it's a very like combative career, very type A career. And that was just hard for me to live in that. And I felt like it was easier to advocate for other people, but like to move myself forward in life was always such a struggle. And I never knew why. And I would compare myself to other people all the time and wonder like, why is it so easy for them? What's wrong with me? And then notice like knowing, okay, you're just here to respond. It took so much pressure off. And then I was able to look back and see, okay, all the things that I didn't try to push and force to come together, the things that me just living my life came to me, those are always the best, most easeful incredible, life-changing things, right? So it was a really great discovery for me. That's so beautiful to hear. And it's so true. I think once a generator has that true recognition that they are a magnet and that they can relax into responding, it's so ironic because that relaxing into responding is actually the thing that makes you take the most aligned action forward. Whereas when you're trying to take all of this action and you're pushing and you're forcing, it's like all of that action is going nowhere. So it's honestly so beautiful. It's like the ultimate win-win that when a generator relaxes into responding, that's the thing that propels their life forward in their truest alignment. And it's so beautiful to hear you talk about that um, because I think we all can learn so much from other types, you know, 
be learning from a projector when you're a generator, that can be so beautiful. And you can really learn something different and get a unique perspective. But I also think that for all of the generators listening, hearing you speak, you have such an embodied understanding of the generator aura that you can just feel it. And I think that that can actually be the most powerful quantum shift for people is seeing an expander embodying the energetics of it. So I really appreciate that about you. I'm also curious to hear... What is one more specific detail of your design that was the most impactful for you to discover? Okay, so many, but I'm going to go defined root because it's really uncomfortable to have this like constant, I need to get shit done. Combine that with a sacral. Like I'm a very powerful bitch and I could like (laughs) bulldoze through And even if there's a lot of resistance and obstacles, like I just have the energy to keep pushing, even though that leads to burnout and all sorts of other problems. So I think once I learned that I had this defined route, it helped me relax actually, because now I'm able to check in when I have that like urgent feeling and really ask, okay, do I actually have to do this now? Will things still, will the world still keep turning if I just chill and watch Netflix? And like most of the time, the answer is yes. So I think, and then knowing that I had that defined, I was able to see how I was making other people feel because I think I was sometimes pressuring other people unintentionally. And then I also could give other people a break and understand like, okay, not everyone is as maybe efficient and driven as I am. And I need to cut them some slack and like let them do it in their own way and stop holding people to my standard. Yeah, that's such an interesting one because I have a defined route as well. And I really feel that when I discovered that I had a defined route, I gave myself permission to let go of my conditioning around getting things done, my conditioning around stress, my conditioning around... Like I just had so many of other people's stories that I was holding on to. And actually, once I discovered that it was defined, I just gave myself permission to trust my body's way. And um, that was huge for me. And knowing that anytime that you're defined, you're this way shower for other people, like you're conditioning other people. So can you take responsibility to use your center, right? So that you're conditioning people in the highest expression instead of then like projecting this like, you know, unrealistic expectation for people to do all around you. Um, that's really interesting. We were just talking about the root the other day and it's such a, I want to put in quotes, unsexy center. Like I feel like people want to talk about it at least, but it's so fascinating and it's such a huge part of our daily life, you know, whereas maybe the undefined sacral or defined sacral could be more of a like lifelong theme. I feel like the root center is present in our everyday experience. I'm really happy that you brought that up. And I also wanted to ask you with being a generator, what would you say is one of the greatest generator hangups that you see something that's getting people kind of stuck when they're trying to live out their design as a generator? Yeah, I love this question. And I find myself in this trap all the time and have to gently remind myself constantly. But I think it's really easy to confuse responding with initiating. I think that line can be super fine. And I think it's breaking things down step by step. So I'll use kind of what I'm going through as an example. So my sacral is really lit up as far as building this spiritual business that I have on the side and bringing that full time. Like my sacral is like, yes, 
But then when it comes to breaking that down and all the steps that it takes to actually build that business, my sacral is not leading me towards that. It's actually leading me towards traveling. And I'm using the part-time job setup very differently than how I envisioned it. So I've had to catch myself from trying to like force one thing to happen when it's not really that's not where things are flowing. And that's kind of a good way to know if if you can't, because it's not always easy to say, was this a response or is it initiation? So you can just take the pressure off and you don't need to do the mental gymnastics. Just check in, like, is this flowing? And if it is, keep going. And if it's not, then take a step back and let that go. It'll come back to you when it's supposed to and let your body lead you someplace else and don't judge where it's leading you. Yeah, yeah, I love that. And I think it's so um, important to have that trust within your body of being able to say like, okay, I, I don't, I can trust that if there's no energy here, that it's not the right time. And that if there is energy here, then it is the right time. And I don't need to force this energy to be here because I, it should be the right time. But leaning into that trust, I think really is the the consequence of responding, if you will, like the the natural thing that happens when you truly are living in response. And that doesn't mean that you can't take action. Um, it's that action comes after the response. And so I love that you've said, you know, when you break things down to the actual steps, it's like that energy isn't there. It's actually over here. So it's my job to follow that. And it's amazing. I mean, us getting to witness your journey and all the places that it's brought you and all the travels that you've had and and you're about to head off to Australia, which is amazing. And so I think that it's just so helpful because when people hear about responding, I think that sometimes they get confused with waiting for the invitation. And so they're like, okay, well, I'm just gonna sit back and do nothing. And it's like, no, you're still meant to do and take action, but letting your attunement to that energy flow, that presence be the thing that's guiding you versus your mind or the shoulds be the thing that's guiding your your doing, if you will, or the action that you're taking. Yeah, I was going to say, when you said, don't judge where your body's responses are guiding you. I think that that is the number one, like every generator needs that tattooed on their body because it's the biggest thing that I see. You know, so many generators um, want to know what's next and they want to have the plan because of that conditioning and to let go of the mind's plan and to actually practice not judging where your body is guiding you is a enlightened act. And it is also the most powerful thing you could ever do. And when we talk about how every single person is here to live their own truly unique path, that means that if you're doing something the exact same way you see other people doing it, you know, you're not on your truly unique path. So with this example in your life of being like, my sacral is a hell yes to starting this spiritual business, but then you look at other people, okay, how did they do it? What's the first thing they did? And what's their timeline? If you're doing that, you're already judging your own path. But if you can let go of the timeline needing to look a certain way and the first step needing to look a certain way and allow in your body's wisdom, I mean, it's such a an act of 
bravery and surrender and also empowerment. Like that is your confidence. That is your jam. So I love it so much. And I'm curious, Liz, can you tell people where they can connect with you and continue to follow you? I mean, we already talked about the podcast and we'll link that there where people can listen. You guys will love her podcast, but where else can people connect with you and follow your journey? Yeah. So I'm on Instagram and that's Liz Mitchell underscore underscores two underscores. And um, yeah, through there, there's a link tree where you can get on my email list. Like things are always flowing and changing in my business, I'm finding. So that's probably the best way to connect and stay up to date with what I'm offering at that moment. Because yeah. And when you listen to your sacral, like it's going to take you on a wild insane ride. Yes. Just a little warning, but it's amazing. Yes. And tell us again, the name of your podcast and where we can listen to it. Yes. It's called A Restless Soul and it's available wherever podcasts are. Awesome. And of course you can find Liz on our recommended readers page on our website too, and read her bio and watch a video of her there. And that will have the links to all of her um, offerings. Um, but Liz, I wanted to ask you as we're wrapping up, is there anything else that's been on your heart lately that you would want to impart with our listeners? This is not what I would have expected I would have said on here, but I'm just going to go with it. I think if anyone is single and in their 30s or 40s or whatever, and you're, you maybe feel like you're behind on that timeline, I think that's another thing that listening to my body has really helped me accept. And I I like love being single and doing whatever I want and being free. It's been the best journey ever. So if that's just not your timing, again, like we're saying, trust in your body's timing, you know, just try to like lean into that journey because it can be so amazing and incredible. I know we often want to use human design to help us when we're in the relationship, but it can help you have a really crazy relationship with yourself and the universe, especially if you like have the space for that because you're single. So that's beautiful. Yes. I love, I love generators. I just do. I just love you. I love you. I love our genders. <laughs> it's a good duo. It's a good duo. It, is. it feels but, like yeah. such a gift. Every all of like my core people in my life, other than Dana and one other friend, are generators. And I just love your presence. I love your groundedness. I love your warmth and and how you lead from a place of walking the walk. Um and not just talking the talk, which a lot of projectors do, but doing it from a place <laughs> Called of really, out. yeah, right. Projectors <laughs> like, I see what you could be doing better. It's like, okay, bitch, well, what are you doing? Um, <laughs> but generators have this, like, I'm doing it and you're seeing me do it. And that's a big part of your medicine. Um, and of course, you know, if there's conditioning, then people are seeing you do the things that keep you stuck and trapped and enslaved in your work or in, you know, your conditioning. Um, but if you're free and you're trusting and you're present and you're spontaneous and you're listening, you, people are getting to watch you flourish and rise and learn and grow and expand. And it's the, one of the most like magical, juicy gifts that you could ever give to 
the world. So I'm just really grateful that we get to be around the gift that is your free, juicy, magical, trusting, present energy. Um, And I'm really excited for everyone to learn from you and book a reading with you or connect with you or get coaching with you because I think that um, you just give this this magic and you're so intuitive and, and just everything there. So thank you. We love you. And I'm so excited to just follow along and keep listening to your podcast too. Thanks guys. It's been so good to catch up with you. I love you both. And our next guest is a one, three sacral generator, Colleen Bate. And she is part of our De Luna team, part of our soul family. And before we hit record, it took us a while because we were talking about our pets and their astrology. And we could talk <laughs> about that all day and take over this podcast. But we're excited to have her here talking about her generator life. And Colleen, thank you so much for being here. How are you feeling today? Thank you so much for having me. I'm feeling wonderful. I'm so excited to speak with you guys. You've been my guiding lights in my human design journey. So I'm really happy to share on this podcast. We love you. We're obsessed with you. We know your design. We know your soul. We love everything about you. And we have had the pleasure of getting to spend so much time with you. But I want to know your journey coming to human design and also your human design offerings. You are one of the people that when we saw your reading and got to see how you share human design, we were like, holy shit, I've never heard it said in that way. And this is so helpful. Like, I want every single generator and human to hear this. So anyways, please tell us a bit about your background and your story and and what you're passionate about and all of your different offerings. Well, thank you, first of all. Um, yeah, so human design was hugely life-changing for me, um, as were you two. So I had been working as a restaurant server, putting myself through school, not really sure what I wanted to do. I think pretty common for a lot of people in their 20s. Um, then I happened to see a job posting to be working with Luna, and I was like, I've never heard of human design before, but I can already tell this is going to be something that works for me. And that was definitely a sacral yes for me. Didn't know it at the time. So then I was like, okay, I'm going to do a little poking around with my chart, apply for this job, and found out I was a generator. And so I did what anyone would do, and I just Googled, you know, what does this mean? And the first thing that came up was something along the lines of, you know, don't worry, generator, you might heard that you're boring or that you're common or that you're just meant to like be working for other people's dreams. But you know, that's not, that's not really what you are. And I was like, Oh, I wasn't worried about that. (laughs) Should I be? Um, And then fortunately, you guys got back to me, I started working with you. And I learned more about being a generator from you and from raw. And also a big way I've learned about being a generator is just by learning who the other generators in my life are and being able to see all the similarities and how I can relate to them. And now being a generator is probably the biggest part of my design that I resonate with the most, that I love the most, that I understand the most. Um, So I'm really passionate about just working with all people, but especially generators. I think sometimes there's more focus spent on 
other types. And that makes sense because other types are kind of living in a world that was created for generators. Um, so it makes sense that other types get a little bit more of the focus in the conversation. But I do think there's a lot of room to work with that generator energy. And so I'm passionate about that. Um, and so a big way that learning I was a generator really changed my life um, was learning that I am a sacral being and I already have all the energy that I need. I don't need to find external ways to create more energy. I just need to let the energy that's already there flow out of me. Because again, in my 20s, I was really in that frustration, that not self. And I was doing all of the wellness girl things. Like I was like fundamental medicine and, you know, I was doing like supplements and different types of energy healings and diets and yoga and all those things are so supportive and they're still a part of my practice today. But I realized looking back, I was really looking outside of myself for what was already within me because I am a sacral being and I'm already creating that energy. Um, and I felt like I needed to find it outside of myself and learning about my generator energy really helped me to identify that the, you know, quote unquote problem was not that, you know, I wasn't eating the right things or whatever. It was really just that I had these places in my life where I was ignoring sacral nose and allowing these kind of energy blocks um, to exist. And that was keeping the energy that I have stuck inside of me, swirling around, building up, creating this feeling of frustration. Um, and so rather than adding things to my life, just learning what I needed to take away has just opened up this well of sacral energy. And now I feel finally in flow. And now I feel like I can magnetize things to myself and build that energy and just really live as a generator is meant to live, which is not having to seek and find, but rather just flowing through life and responding to things as they come, being in flow and getting rid of all that frustration. And it's been a big deal for me and it keeps changing and growing and evolving. So I really feel that there's a lot of room for generators to, to grow and to find that energy alignment. Yes. Wow. I just hearing you am blown away just at your, <laughs> the way that you can vocalize the generator experience and the key that you have within yourself to unlock that power that's there versus seeking it outside of you. It's one, I think it's the most important thing for people to do, like for the planet to hear and understand because yes, the like you said, the world was built for generators and around that sacral energy, but a lot of it was built to strip that sacral energy or rob it or take advantage of it. Yeah. To exploit mm -hmm. that sacral energy. So taking that energy back and um, claiming it as your own and working with it as your own in the real moments day to day, because there are so many generators and manifesting generators, sacral beings, if every sacral being could hear this and do that, it would literally change the world so quickly. It's like the quickest thing. When we talk about raising the consciousness of our planet or changing the world, and it's like, oh, it's such a big mountain to climb. Like, how can we do it? It's going to take so long. Literally, this is the way. This is the way that we do it. And you have so much 
wisdom and insight. And every time that I hear you talk, I'm just like, wait, we found you from a job listing. You found us from a job (laughs) listing. And like, now you're teaching us things about living your design that we could never know because we're not generators. Um, Mm -hmm. And I'm just really blown away. I'm just blown away by you always. And I know we say this to you like a million times because we've traveled together and we've like had experiences Mm -hmm. together. So we, you know how much we love you, but it's just so genius and obvious and important for the world, for all the sacral beings. I'm like, I need to send this to my husband because he needs to know from you. He needs to learn from you. So I'm going to like book him as one of your (laughs) clients because he needs to learn. Yeah. And tell us real quick how you run your readings. Do you only do live readings or what kind of reading situation do you have right now? Yeah, I have um, live readings and I've done couples readings um, that I really enjoy as well. Just like the interplay of energies between two people, even if it's just two friends, you know, it doesn't have to be a romantic couple um, that I like a lot. And then I am also... um, offering like a package for people going through their Saturn return. Mm -hmm. Um, That's another thing that I'm very, very passionate about. Um, And I know you guys are as well. Mm -hmm. I found you two and De Luna and human design pretty early on in my Saturn return. And I found it to be by far the most supportive tool in helping me to find alignment um, through that Saturn return process. Yes. And I was so out of alignment that there's a lot that needed to change. And changes, you know, it can be hard um, for some of us. So I find that just having all the tools you can have that are supportive and make the process like less scary and more exciting and fun, um, the better. And so I feel like human design is really supportive for people going through big life transitions, especially something like a Saturn return. Yes. And we both found human design right before our Saturn return, like just in the beginning Mm -hmm. too. And it totally was the guiding light for us that helped us get through it. You know, out of all of the things in our lives that shifted, both of us experienced a lot of loss at that time. And human design was like this grounding force. Like no matter what happens, I know that I know how to navigate it. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to unfold. I can't control other people. But what I do know is that I got this. I know how to steer my ship and I'm going to navigate it with alignment. And so I think for so many people, the Saturn return, it's funny how the average person in our collective at this point doesn't know about these big transits in our astrology. But we we all know that when we turn 30, we feel like we need to get our shit together. And we feel like <laughs> if we've been doing something that's not right for us, it's time to kind of get it together because we're too old to not be in that. And it's so funny that that's like a cliche, like, oh, you turn 30. So you quit this job or you go back to school or you get married or you buy a house. Like some huge change happens right before that. And we think it's just because of that age, but it's like, yeah, but why is that age? It's not just because it's an even number. We all feel that energetics. Yeah. And you know, human design is so powerful for navigating all kinds of life transitions. But I love that the life transition that you're the most passionate about is that Saturn return. So I'm wondering, could you just tell us a little bit more about what the Saturn return is and how you like to use human design from your perspectives or any insights that you have into that? Yeah. So the Saturn return, like you were saying, happens um, in your late 20s. So it starts anytime between 27, 29. 
Um, mine started at 29 and kind of explained why I felt like I was a few years behind some of my friends. Um, and then it goes for like two and a half, three years. And it's the time when Saturn returns to where it was in your chart when you were born. And Saturn is the disciplinarian uh, planet, kind of like firm but fair. So if you are out of alignment in any way, it's time to get on your path. Um, you know, and the more you resist that, um, perhaps the more difficult or challenging it will be. And so human design really helped me personally to just figure out how to find alignment, particularly I would say with sacral responses, um, because I was very much like, okay, but I am doing the things that I thought I should be doing. Like at the time I had finished up school, I was getting ready to go to grad school, which I ended up going, but stopping after a semester, um, and stopping grad school after a semester was a really, you know, big decision, but it actually wasn't a difficult one. Like I had expected it would be because I followed my sacral response. And the way that happened is my partner asked me a yes or no question, you know, do you want to continue on? Um, with this program. And I felt an immediate no in my body. And I said, no. And then that was that. And I didn't have to justify the decision to anyone else. And most importantly, I didn't have to justify it to myself. I was just like, my body knows and has kindly let me know. And so I stopped going and it ended up just opening up other avenues of opportunity for me. Um, Anyways, that's a bit about my Saturn return, but I really think that especially learning how your energy type works and your strategy and authority um, can really help guide you um, during that time because it's one thing to sit down and say, okay, I'm 27. What do I want? I'm going to write it on a piece of paper. And it's another thing to know how you can use your energy in your body to find that path. Yes. I love it so much. I, I heard you say once to someone, I'm not sure if it was during a reading, but I heard you say that, you know, it's scary to follow your sacral responses at first because you're like, can I really do this? But then it just gets really fun. Like, I don't need to worry about this. I can just, it's like this exciting adventure. And, um, we talk about that a lot, but to see someone really live that and to actually have that bravery and to have such an embodied understanding of responding is so beautiful to witness because I think it's so funny. Responding is really so simple, but it's so uh, confusing for so many people. They're like, am I doing it? And there tends to be this overthinking, like you feel your body's natural response, but then you override it. You overthink it. You need to justify it. And all of that comes from the not self. All of that comes from the mind. And it's interesting because in order to let go of something, you know, to let go of the answers, to let go of the plan, to let go of the self-judgment, letting go tends to be harder for people to learn, I've noticed, than the opposite of asserting pressure or asserting action. Like that seems to be like an easier thing for some people. Letting go of the plan, letting go of the judgment is a huge trust fall into your soul's knowing. And it's really beautiful to witness you be that for people. And I think that it's just so cool for people to learn. And definitely in your Saturn return, it's funny because like when you're done with your first one, you're like, it was the best years of my life. I loved it because I got, I figured out where I'm going. And my, I have a lot of friends that are just going into their Saturn return right now. So a few years younger than me. And I'm like, Ooh, I'm glad that I'm not where you are. And if I'm lucky and blessed, I'll have another Saturn return and maybe mm -hmm. even a third. Um, but 
having the Saturn return, it's just such a beautiful point in your life, such a beautiful catalyst for your growth. And if you can have a tool that helps you come into alignment with your soul's path, it's just, it's a such a blessing, even though it can be really challenging and people need support in that time. Yeah, definitely. I think what you said about um, like surrender is just, I feel like surrender even has the connotation of weakness. And we so much live in our mind in this kind of masculine driven, assertive part of ourselves. And so especially for someone with sacral responses, learning to live in your body um, can feel, yeah, scary and overwhelming. Um, but it is actually so simple. It's literally just a yes or a no. Yes. <laughs> and so like, if you can just kind of lean into the surrender and it doesn't have to be all at once. It's something that you can experiment with. And I still am, you know, sometimes I'll still override my sacral responses, but like you always say with human design, it is an experiment. Um, and it's not something that you have to be perfect at. And as you experiment and you test it out and you see like, oh, this is actually going pretty well, then you feel more and more confident surrendering and, and opening up. Yeah. And, you know, the Saturn return is long as well. It's a few years. So you have plenty of time to, to learn and grow. Yeah. And figure it out. And honestly, I bet there's so many people who are discovering human design during their Saturn return, just like all three of us did. So mm-hmm. I'm just excited for them because... Anytime one of my friends is going through something challenging, like, you know, things changing in their life and needing to make a lot of important decisions, I love being able to just help them find their own truth. It's the greatest relief of my life because when I was younger, I used to really feel like if someone is going through a big challenge, like I better give them some really good advice. Like I better tell them what to do. Otherwise I'm not loving them. And that always felt weird and wrong for me. But now knowing like, oh, I can help this person find their own truth, find their own way through it. It's the greatest and highest form of love that I've discovered. So it's really beautiful for anyone listening, Intersat and Return, book a reading, get really clear because that will be your rock in all of the crumbling, the beautiful crumbling and blessings. And Colleen, I wanted to ask you if you could share with our listeners where they can find you and connect with you and continue to learn from you. Sure. Yeah. So I have a website. Um, it's just my name. So it's uh, ColleenVeet.com. That's C-O-L-L-E-E-N-V as in Victor, E-I-T.com. Um, and you can book a reading there. I am not the best about my social media presence, but that is a goal of mine to get better at it. Um, but yeah, just I'm always happy also to hop on the phone with anyone and just have like a good quick 15 minute conversation or so just to see, um, what your questions are before you book a reading, you know, before you make that commitment. Um, and if we might be the, the right fit for each other. Um, so there's a place on that website as well that you can just book that 15 minute kind of consultation phone call. Wow. I love that so much. And, um, I'm curious if there's anything on your heart or your soul or anything that you've been observing lately that you would want to share with our listeners um, that comes to mind right now, just to uplift or guide or support them throughout their day. Sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, firstly, I'm so grateful to you too. And I feel like just your presence is always really uplifting to me. Um, 
in your podcasts and all of the work you do for for everyone in the community. Um, yeah, I guess we were talking a little bit before we started recording just about fall. Um, and if anyone is listening and they're interested in tarot, um, I've been pulling the tower recently, which is, again, this card that looks really scary. It's like people falling out of a building, you know? <laughs> um, and I feel like what we've been talking about today, it makes a lot of sense for the Saturn return, um, also for fall and just like the shedding of the old, but just remembering that there is that inner foundation that survives on, you know, before you and after you in space and in time. And so everything on top of it, that's just changing and shifting. Um, I guess just surrender, just, I've been really thinking about that lately. So it's poignant that it came up today, but just letting go of the things that aren't working for you and allowing space for, for things to come in that are going to help you to grow and shift and change. Um, and in this season, like entering into autumn, I feel like it's such a beautiful time to just reflect on all of that. Mm, beautiful. Beautiful. Yes. Thank you for that. That message. I feel like I needed to hear that is divinely timed. Um, thank you so much for being here. I'm just really excited for what the future holds and all of the things we have planned. So we love you and everyone listening, you know where you can find Colleen. Um, we're going to link it below in the show notes, but also you can find her on our website, daylunalife.com under recommended readers. Uh, she's right there at the top and you can watch her video and read her bio and head to her website from there too. So thank you so much for being here and for just sharing. Thank you. Okay. And so our next guest is a 6-2 emotional generator, Casey Conlas. And we are so excited to have Casey on. We feel like we have known her like for a thousand lifetimes. I feel like they say that about a lot of people in this community <laughs> because we're just kindred spirits. Like we see life in the same way. And it's so fun every time we get to connect and hear their perspective. So I'm just so excited to have Casey on. Casey, thank you for being here. How are you feeling today? Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I'm feeling great. Thank you. Awesome. I know you've been traveling a lot and you're back home for one day and you're traveling again. So thanks for fitting us in and uh, getting to have this conversation. And I also wanted to just kind of start off with you introducing yourself to our audience and sharing a bit about your story and how you came into human design and maybe other offerings that you share alongside of human design readings. Yeah. So I first came across human design when I was suffering from chronic burnout from my workplace. And so I kind of stepped into my personal passion around self-development and getting to know myself a bit better. And I found that human design was one of the critical tools that really helped me manage out of burnout. And that was through really understanding myself. And so part of that as well was me entering into um, and getting a certification in Dharma coaching as well, because I wanted to understand beyond just career, what was I here to do? And so human design not only helps me understand how my body works, how my energy works, but also where I can lean into my own gifts and traits and some other parts of the design that also goes into soul's purpose and Dharma as well, like your incarnation cross. Yeah, it's so I love 
um, Dharma coaching and I love human design and they go so well together. And I just love that you really can meet people wherever they're at on their journey and coach them, support them, provide different resources for them depending on what they're needing. And your energy is just so grounding. I think it's that 6-2 generator energy. It's so... It's just like a warm hug to be around you in general. And I know that your clients feel the same way because it's you just have so many different tools and resources available to your clients that it feels like, okay, you've got me and we're doing this and I'm not alone in this and I feel really seen in this. So I'm just really grateful that the journey that you've gone on to... Um, find these resources and bring them together to help people. Yeah. And, and I sort of just fell into it as well, because I, when I decided to leave my company at the time, it was really more for myself to understand myself and to help me understand, okay, what's next? How do I pivot into something that's in more alignment with myself? And what are the tools and resources I can lean into? So when I enrolled in the Dharma coaching program, it was really to understand and to coach myself, understand those frameworks. And then when I also started getting human design readings, and then I came across um, both, both of you through De Luna, it just, you know, kind of went one step to the next step you know, that's very generator, like step by step to really understand myself. And I realized how much of an impact it made on myself. So I wanted to offer it to others and to guide others who are also on the same path. Yeah. One thing that really strikes me with your work and your offerings is just how like you get it. Like you get human design, you get... um how to weave everything together you your marketing your wording your pictures like everything is like you just get it and it just clicks into gear you did a mini course in besties and you sent that over to us and it was so gorgeous and professional and beautiful and the pictures and the colors and everything that you use it just really like you can tell right away when you meet someone and it's like, oh, they're learning, like they're they're getting their shit together. Or when you meet someone, you're like, they just get it. And they are Masterful. so gra- grounded. And so I just, the word that keeps coming up with you and every time that I get to observe you is like, um, yeah, masterful or, or grounded or like held. Like you hold this frequency that I think is, um, invites others to meet you there. And and grow from that space. So I'm just, I love it. I'm so, so grateful. So I'm curious when you heard about your design and you first started going on this journey, I guess what were the the aspects of your chart that you discovered that were the most life-changing or or the most striking to you? Yeah, I think that, you know, it I know we always start off with type. Um and human design is so much more than that. What I found when I first started learning human design and then all of the frameworks for Dharma is how can I apply this to my life? And so that's that's my approach when, when I work with clients and with anyone who wants to get a human design reading is we know this knowledge and how can I then live it day to day? 
So even from a type perspective, because the type is really more about aura, understanding that me responding means I need to be present. And it's so easy for generators to be in our minds or thinking too far in the future and wanting to plan sort of that step-by-step plan instead of just grounding ourselves in the present and responding to what life is presenting to us. And so even that in and of itself was very life-changing for me because it helped me be more in my body. And, you know, working with, um, you know, both of you through my own uh, human design counseling, that really helped ground me in understanding human design is about moving more into our body and out of our mind. So a lot of different aspects of of the design helped me um, move into that. And I think, you know, another part that has really been life-changing for me is my, one of my two channels, 59.6, the channel of mating. And this is very important because I only have two channels is one of my two. Both of those gates are my conscious, uh, my conscious earth and conscious moon. And then triply, I don't know if that's the word, triply important (laughs) is um, because it forms my emotional wave and, you know, I'm an emotional authority as well. So really working with that channel and understanding that, you know, when you hear channel of mating, a lot of people, when I first read about it, the language was around, you know, creating life. And I'm actually not a mom. I, I don't have any children. So initially when I read it, I was thinking, well, this is wrong. Like this is, this doesn't make sense. But as I kept learning about it and, and through your program, it's, it's about creating anything and, you know, in partnership and collaboration with someone and it's being able to form those intimate bonds and, and really being able to create those, those connections in a deep and authentic way. But also because I have that energy is to have the discernment and to slow it down a little bit instead of just jumping into something. So I'm able to really use that both in my business, potential clients, potential collaborations, potential opportunities to return to the traditional job market, anything that's coming to me. I now have that ability to really discern and know, okay, like I can be really excited. I have that my sacral is really being lit up, but let's kind of slow it down a little bit and let's make sure that this is aligned for me. So I'd say, you know, I can go on with so many things on what's been really life-changing. Do I have time for another one? Yeah, Yeah, sure. Okay. So another (laughs) one, as I was thinking about type um, and bringing up generator, being a generator is Again, when I first started learning about human design, and this is before I, I took, you know, the Day Luna um, reader training, is I kept hearing the words generator equals worker bee, generator equals the builder, generator equals what every other type delegates their work to. And I found that very limiting. And it also helped me understand, I think this is how I came across having persistent burnout because of that life, that warm life force energy and my enthusiasm about things where it's so easy for others, even unconsciously to be like, yes, we want her and let's do this. And Casey can do it. She has a lot of energy. She has a lot of capacity. Capacity is a you know, big term. Um, 
But really learning from a generator perspective is how do I drop into my body and what do I actually have energy for? What do I have the desire to do? And that's really been life-changing as well is to really be able to have that discernment and to also know that any type can be a CEO, any type can be a leader. It's not what you are. It's not what in terms of the archetype, it's the how. How do you operate? How do you lead? How do you manage? And human design can really draw that very detailed roadmap, starting with type, but then we have our different layers and flavors that follow up. Um, So, you know, again, I can go into so many different areas of my chart, but, you know, keeping it to like the foundations, this have been very, very life-changing for me. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's so helpful. And I think for, you know, since Shana and I are both projectors, literally any projector that hears their projector for the first time is like, (gasps) you know, like excited, (laughs) like all the things, but it's like, because I'm like a projector and same thing for manifestors. And I think for so many generators, they hear, oh, I'm here to be the worker bee that other people delegate their tasks to like F that, that sounds horrible. So to have generator guides in this space that are redefining things, it's so powerful because of course, being a generator is beautiful. It's our favorite or a type to be around this, yeah. the warmth that you have. And, you know, but there is some kind of rewriting the script to be done in the human design space for that. And it's also interesting um, what you were saying about the channel of mating. Any person I've ever met that has the channel of mating, I am obsessed with them immediately. I can feel it, just it right away. Immediately. Like, I don't even need to see chart. <laughs> they have channel because, of mating for sure. Because for everyone listening that doesn't know a lot about the channel of mating, it's the aura breaker quality where it's like, if you think about a generator being so warm and open and enveloping, like you just feel included by their presence versus excluded or separate from... This is like the generator aura, but like extra, extra infinite amount of emphasis on that warmth and inclusivity because your energy literally breaks those barriers between us, makes people feel so connected. And that's exhilarating to be around. So there's an even greater risk if you're a generator with the channel of meeting for people to feel so super cozy, comfortable asking you to do everything for them. And everything that you've shared, I think that that's such a powerful reflection, such a powerful takeaway. And, you know, being a generator and learning the deeper layers of your chart, that's where the magic happens for you because generator, worker bee, blanket statements can feel so disempowering at first. And the deeper you go, you see all of the unique beauty and flavor. And so I almost like to tell generators, if there's anyone who's going to get a human design, I want it to be you because I want you to know all of the beautiful, unique things about you so that you can debunk those kind of blanket statements that feel really limiting at first. Yes, absolutely. All of that. And that's why I think the human design tool is so important when it comes to self-discovery, when it comes to self-awareness, because it really helps anyone um, of any type really understand, okay, where have they been acting in alignment and maybe where have you not? So even the deconditioning process has been so life-changing for me as well. Um, Just knowing that I'm a generator and I also have an open ego and undefined root and a quad right. So it's being able to work with all of those different energies, but mostly it's about releasing 
expectations I either put on myself, expectations from society, expectations um, that are coming from different angles, and that it's okay to to really feel into what I know my body feels um, currently in this chapter or in this moment. Yes. Oh, it's so beautiful. So I want to know, what is your favorite way or area of life to na- use human design to help people with a transition or a transition that you've gone through that now you're like, I love helping people with this. What is your favorite area to really use human design or Dharma coaching to guide your clients? Yeah, I'd say I am so passionate and not just passionate. I'd say I I believe it's part of my Dharma and my soul's purpose to guide others in transitions around their career, but also how that then transform into their larger purpose, their larger Dharma in life. And so everyone that I work with that comes to me is coming to me with some kind of a desire to transition in their career, whether that's career alignment or they're looking to up-level professionally. And so the reason why I feel that way is I've gone through a lot of career transitions myself, mostly in the corporate world. Um, but now I'm I'm really up-leveling in a way where it's aligning to my dharma and how I want to live my life. And I feel really passionate about it because I feel like right now, especially the last couple of years, everyone's sort of wanting to understand what's next for me. And everyone I've worked with has already experienced some level of success, their version of success when it comes to the professional life. So they're thinking, what's next? And how do I do that in integrity? How do I do that in alignment to my truth? And how can I find out what's next for me? And how can I bring it to, you know, in a greater way in the world outside of just my career. So I believe that that's part of my purpose um, is becoming that bridge that literally is a term in my incarnation cross. My last name actually means bridge when it's translated. So being a bridge in a lot of different ways, um, the podcast that I have is bridging together career alignment and professional success with personal well-being as well. So being a bridge and helping others create that bridge for themselves is a huge part of my purpose. Wow. Yeah. I was about to ask you, like, you have a podcast and what is it and where can people find it? And also all of your offerings, like how can people connect with you and learn from you? Yeah, so I I wasn't one of those people where you can find me in like one one word. <laughs> so I should probably change that. But the easiest way is probably to just go to my website. It is hello-flow.co and you can find all of my offerings there. You can also find um, you know, links to my Instagram and my LinkedIn as well. Amazing. And you're also listed on our website as a recommended reader. And um, people can connect with you there, watch your video, like see see your gorgeous face and your gorgeous energy and all the vibes. Um, is there anything else that you just feel is on your heart that you'd want to share with our audience that you feel that they need to know right now? I would say that you know, going on this journey of self-discovery and development is a a beautiful journey that I, you know, I congratulate people who want to lean in and to go through the work and that, 
you know, they're not alone. There's a community here. And uh, human design is a great, you know, one of the tools that you can use to help further your own awareness of yourself. Mm. Yeah, that's beautiful. beautiful. Like even just being open to this journey of discovering more about yourself and wanting to discover your purpose, like I think that it can feel so daunting, you know, when you first get started, like, let's say you do have a nine to five and you're realizing like, I want to be more aligned. I want to be more authentic. I want to be connected to my soul's purpose. That can feel like you have a long ways to go sometimes and like a daunting journey ahead. But I love what you're saying. If, If you're even there curious about it, celebrate yourself because you are already awakening. You're already showing up by getting a human design reading, reading books about yourself, listening to podcasts. And it's so important to you know, that phrase of like the person that you are now, and then the person that you want to be in the future, like allow that gap between those two spaces to be something that you celebrate instead of something that you fear. I think that that's so important. And your first human design reading, even though it's like the beginning of a whole new journey, it's also the most beautiful coming home celebration of self ever. So I really love that takeaway for people. Even if you're listening to this now, like celebrate the fact that you're showing up for yourself in that way and um, know that that is what your soul is calling you to do. Yes. That's so beautiful. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here, Casey. We're excited to um, maybe be on your podcast soon. So we'll put the link definitely so people can check that out. And thank you for sharing this space with us and for sharing your wisdom with us today. Thank you so much for having me on. We adore every single one of these women and we hope that you do too now that you've gotten to know them a little bit more. Just learning from other types and their lived experience is so helpful because when you have friends or family that are a different type than you, or when you hear from other people who have the same type as you, it helps you to feel less alone. It helps you to understand our differences or understand how you are different. So I'm just really grateful to be able to be in a space where I get to learn from so many different people. Um, so you know, as always, where you can connect with our offerings, our website, daylunalife.com. You can also find us on Instagram at dayluna. And yeah come check in, come say hi. If you haven't gotten our book already, it's called Your Human Design. It's anywhere books are sold. And it is an amazing daily practice guide to really start living your design. So if you haven't gotten that yet, check it out. And we love you. We hope that you have an amazing, beautiful, expansive, juicy generator life force vibes rest of your week.